You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. We've got amusement park fun in the Rhode Island sun. Come on down to Rocky Point. Our chowder great, there's pancakes too. The best in fun and games for you. And after dark. Ride the rides and get cool in our saltwater pool. It's a place for family fun. We've got your summer at Rocky Point. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is presented by the Varnum Military Museum, located just over the border in East Greenwich. Patrick and his staff have a fantastic museum, I must see a lot of information about Rhode Island residents, especially Warwick residents. Please, when you stop by, go on their Facebook page. Thank them for supporting our podcast. Our guest today is George LaCrosse. We invited him back. He's going to do a couple episodes with us, uh, additional episodes for Rocky Point Nostalgia. George is the manager of Laugh in the Dark website and has a lot of experience in multiple publications and websites dealing with amusement park history and haunted houses and everything that goes with it. And we asked him today to talk a little bit about the nostalgia of the Rocky Point Swimming Pool. Welcome to the podcast, George. Welcome back. Thank you, Scott. Uh, pleased to be here. So, George, what was your experience with the swimming pool back in the day? It was a saltwater pool, if I recall. Yes. Uh, it was all every time I went there, mostly it was right in the uh, the heart of the summer when I went there. It, you could always see from the midway um, a lot of people enjoying it, you know, because it was a, a good way of cooling off. Uh, I went in there once when I was a teenager because it was I I, I forget what the temperature was, but it felt like it was a hundred degrees even down at Rocky Point by the bay, and it was just great for cooling off. Uh, they, it was fun too, just like uh, chilling out, uh, pardon the pun, in the, the the shallow end, just you know keeping cool, and watching people try to do uh, fancy dives off the diving board. <laughs> you know, I I did one, but I didn't dive because I'm not a proficient diver, and I just figured being up that high, you wouldn't want to try something they're not used to doing. So I did a cannonball, and you know it was it stung a little bit, but it wasn't bad. But watching some people. I mean, they so many belly flops, and you could just feel the pain. Oh yeah, you know, you know, just just you know, in the water, you know. So just uh, being in the shallow end, and just like uh, it was a good good spectator sport. But um, yeah, that, that's uh, that was my experience with it. Uh, from what I the research I've done on it, they held uh, before I was probably even born. They held. Um, uh, AAU competitions, their diving competitions, because oh, wow. because those the, it was an Olympic sized pool, and the diving boards were Olympic, you know, um, comparable, I guess. So uh, they used to hold annually uh, AAU diving meets there. Um, they uh, it was a little different from the um, the original pool where the Olympic trials were held in 1936 uh, in the same location. But um, it did. They didn't have as much in the way of bleachers. Originally, had some bleachers, bleacher sections, but then those were removed. I guess after the, they stopped having competitions there. 
but um, had a bathhouse and, and so forth. But uh, I, I would imagine the, the diving competitions, it would be a little different diving into salt water than fresh just from the experience. But also you can get some pretty good wind down there that's going to, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like it, it seemed to me like any time I was there, it didn't – it seemed like you had that much of a breeze down there, you know. Um, not to say that it wouldn't, you know, sure. when that happened. Um, I know they uh, closed the pool um, sometime during the 50s because of algae, you know, and um, I, I have pictures of uh, one of our uh, members of the Rocky Point Remembered Facebook uh, group sent in of her mom with a crew of people, um, you know, uh, scraping out the algae, you know, with these, like, squeegees and so forth, you know, and, and the pool was pretty much drained at that point. But, um, you know, it, to me it was it seemed clean when I was a teenager, and I never heard anybody complain about it. Uh, my research shows that um, at some point they opted not to replace the saltwater purification pumps, and they went to regular uh, water, regular fresh water. Oh, wow. So it wasn't a saltwater pool uh, during its last few years. And um, after the 1965 season, they closed it and they filled it in and um, capped it, you know. So uh, from what I was told, it was just, it wasn't drawing as many people um, as needed to, to justify its existence, I guess, you know. Um, uh, why, I don't know. Maybe people had more... Um, pools in their backyards, you know, like out, you know, but, uh, or more city services were available. Y- and- yeah. Pool, you know, like that and so forth. But no, they just, um, that's, it kind of went quietly, you know, and I get some pictures of it being filled in and, and so forth. But, um, so it's still there today. It would be at Rocky Point State Park. There's actually like, um, an outline of it. You can, you can follow, but it's all filled in. You know, it's like it's filled in, and I believe it's capped, too, for that, you know, for the purposes because it was so deep, especially in the middle. And um, you can actually walk around the perimeter of it to get an idea how how um, big it was. And there's also uh, a, an informational sign or interpretive sign uh, that explains all about it, too, you know. But there is a very interesting article, if you go online, um, uh, in the Warwick Beacon, you know, Cranston Herald by their former reporter, Tim Forsberg, about uh, the 1936 Olympics, that, which were held in Germany, and the fact that the, tri- uh, the uh, Olympic trials were actually held, you know, at Rocky Point that July, you know, and uh, several different competitions. I don't think, I'm not sure if diving was, but I know like the backstroke and things of that nature were held. Um, the hurricane did of uh, 1938 did a number on it, and it may have kind of like filled it in uh, to some degree. But I think when they uh, reopened it in 1948, uh, I'm sorry, actually 49, the year after the park reopened, um, it was actually um, take ownership was taken over by a concessionaire, okay, who who supplied the manpower to, um, you know reopen it and build it back up. Maybe some of the, 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 the inner walls were retained, I'm not sure. But I think it was probably the same dimensions, you know, that, the same footprint and so forth okay. from the 38, you know, before, uh, before the 1938 hurricane. So it's got quite the fascinating history, you know. And uh, the, you know, the weird thing about being in it was you kind of expected uh, when you're in salt water to be, you know, when you first get in, the water's somewhat warm, but as you, as you wade out, 
you know, in, at the beach, the water gets colder. Right. The water was always the same temperature. So it, it's, you know, your mind didn't correlate that with, oh, so, yeah. with salt water. Never you thought know? of that. You know, it's like, this is, this is, this is weird, you know. But I mean, it, it, it was great. I mean, I, I really, I, it, it was a lifesaver. I said that one day we were down there. I lo- as much as I love amusement park rides and love to go on them continuously and so forth, it was, I was overheating and it was just great that I had brought my, my friends and I had brought our bathing suits and we got to go in the pool that day. And one of the first kind of precursors to an amusement park that had water and rides. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't really, I'm not really, I, I, I know a lot of parks had pools, um, not too many in our area, I don't, I don't think, maybe Canopy Lake Park did or still does, I'm not sure, but um, this was the one that was, this was a, a you know, a huge pool, you know, and, and the fact that it was a saltwater uh, pool, um, I did some research and I don't know of any in this area uh, that was saltwater pools, so it was quite unique, quite the novelty. And it was right as you drove in. I mean, you just got past the gates, and all of a sudden, there's a pool right there. Exactly. You know, the um, that was uh, somewhat strategic because they figured. Okay, obviously, that was a great uh, spot to build it because they were pumping water and filtering out of the Narragansett Bay, but also um, people could see it coming in. You know, and it was a separate charge. It wasn't like part of their park admission. So uh, you saw that, and of course, on the left hand side. Prior to the flume being installed in 1971, that was Kitty Land, uh, and you know that reopened with the park in 1948. So you got to see like two things: uh, that they were capitalizing on the uniqueness of the pool, um, and also on it was still the baby boomer type of uh, thing where you know baby boomers were kids then, and so you, the first thing you saw as opposed to a, f- a frill ride was Kitty Land. And it was a good sales pitch uh, to the parents when they drove in thinking, I'm going to put my kid on the tilt-a-whirl and the helicopter ride, and all of a sudden, you know, screaming that I need to go to the pool. So Yeah, yeah. That, I think I think probably a lot of, um, you know, kids probably made that play. I mean, we did, and I was smart enough not to do that because <laughs> I was just happy that my parents would drive, you know, an hour from East Providence to go there. So, uh, but I, you know, when I was a teenager and I took the bus from uh, the outlet company to Rocky Point, they used to do that on weekends, um, I, we, uh, I knew it was a hot day, I brought my bathing suit. So that was really the first time that I actually went. Nice. Well, George, thanks a lot for coming in and, and talking to us a little bit about the pool. I, I love our quick sessions of nostalgia at Rocky Point and everything that you do to support the the haunted houses and amusement park history and nostalgia and uh, really want to thank you for coming in thanks scott it was my pleasure that wraps up another edition of warwick life on warwick radio if you have any comments content suggestions or questions drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com thank you to tester manualian for our lead-in and closing music she's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her see you next time You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.